0: Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in High Fidelity.
1: Welcome to What If You Just Imagine with Janice and Mary, the show helping you imagine and create the life you really want. Janice is a transformational coach creating sparkle in your life and a healer certified in Theta Healing Basic and Advanced DNA. Quantum Touch Levels 1 and 2, as well as a Quick Pulse practitioner and author of the children's book, Henry's Wild Adventures, Henry and the Oranges. Mary is a visionary and spiritual intuitive who specializes in facilitating her clients to live their passion. Mary began her soul work as a teacher in the School of Life after her own life met with significant tragedies that transformed her both professionally and personally. Mary launched her own company, Global Healing Solutions, to provide people with the intuitive perspective they need to overcome obstacles and truly live their dreams.
2: Happy Monday and welcome to What If You Just Imagine, the show that keeps us using our imagination to our highest and best. Let's welcome my co-host, Faye Nolman. Faye is a life guide, a conduit of living information, and a sacred listener to provide her clients with loving information on their path of peace, joy and balance and today we are talking about tips on letting go of those loneliness blues
0: Say, welcome hi mary hi everybody miracle monday how's that for a start
2: i love it miracle monday ways to beat the blues especially say uh, for folks who or living alone, too. I mean, sometimes we have blue days, and it can make the entire day seem like one big, long uh, struggle to get through, and that doesn't have to be the case, you know? We can find ways to pick up our spirit, get up and get out, and do some things we enjoy. Um, I'm going to share just two of of, some of the things I do, and then Faye will certainly get get back to you for some of your insight. One of the things I I do is I reach out when I'm feeling a little low and sometimes, you know, you feel like no one really cares. The phone's not ringing. You're sitting here alone. You feel a little out of sorts. It's like what are other people doing? They're probably all out having fun. (laughs) And here I sit. But then I take a moment to reach out to maybe two or even three people. Even to take a walk over to a neighbor's house, to call up a friend, to start saying hello to people when I'm out in a store, out and about. Just the interaction with people. I feel less alone and less down. That has really worked for me. And another thing I do is I like to do something good for my body. Whether it's preparing a healthy meal, or doing a, a few minutes of yoga or meditation, taking a walk, drinking lots of water—that helps so much. And getting a massage by wonderful Faye, who she's the best—it's um, also a good option. So to, I just don't sit and hope that it passes. Or even just start laughing or listening to uh, something funny or watching a funny movie. I just don't sit and do nothing. I think that's when our blues can turn into depression. Back to you, Faye, for some of your
0: thoughts. Thanks, Mary. Okay, so you took my top-of-the-head suggestions already. Excellent. Now I get to think outside the box a little bit. (laughs) Um, that's all <laughs> depend on you,
2: Faye. Just hearing you laugh—I mean, lady, you're, you're laughing—a a true laughter. I mean, my gosh! It—it—it it, it, don't they say that laughter is good for the soul? It's medicine to the La- soul. So I just love listen, audience, listen to that joyful laugh that Faye just <laughs> shared with us. <laughs> Because I know Faye is going to talk about laughter and, and, and how that has helped her and her clients when they do some of that laughter yoga. Back to you,
0: Faye. <laughs> okay, stop getting in my head, Mary, <laughs> because I won't have to say anything if you keep reading it before I say it. I'm sorry, that's that intuitive piece of me, but I'll be quiet. I'll,
2: shut my, I'll try to shut my mind down.
0: <laughs> but please go ahead. Oh my god! I'm just loving the fact that you're you're grabbing it and and you're in touch with it, and I think that's amazing, and that shows up with your clients as well when you work with them it's they can't hide from you <laughs> what needs to be known you'll find it, and you'll pull it out and give it to them um and that's a beautiful thing it really is, so yes laughter laughter is huge. I know a lot of times when I'm teach uh, I introduced a a small bit of uh, to my seniors and at first, you should have seen the shock on their, in their eyes when they're looking at me and I'm just laughing and they thought I'd lost my mind completely, which in itself was kind of amusing, you know, but when you give yourself that permission to laugh, even when you don't feel like laughing, even when you feel like everybody's going to think I'm crazy for just sitting here laughing at no good good reason, right? But what happens is it starts to release all of those positive receptors in your body, those those neurological
2: paths
0: that activate that feeling of well-being, that feeling of, okay, life doesn't suck. It's not as bad as it seems to be in this moment. So just in this instance, faking that laugh until you make it because once you start a genuine laugh going you can't stop it becomes that deep belly laugh it becomes that genuine laugh and the other plus side to that is now you're bringing in more oxygen into your body that's going to help lift your mood as well Nine times out of ten, if you're sitting and feeling lonely and out of sorts and alone, look at how you're breathing. Notice if you've been taking deep breaths from your belly and really allowing your diaphragm to work. Or if you've been breathing from the top of your chest, you know, those short little breaths, like if you have to take a quick sprint because a tiger is chasing you. Yes, I know tigers aren't literally chasing us anymore, but there are other things that our minds and our bodies perceive as tigers and we do that short shallow breathing, which does not serve our feeling of wellness in in at all. Um yeah, I'm going on a chain of thought and I just lost it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we'll that, those,
2: are, we'll, those are wonderful we'll, suggestions, Faye. I know people have said that just Petting a dog or a cat, your own or, or someone else's, that you know, especially a dog, you always approach the owner to make sure you can pet the dog, releases serotonin, that feel-good hormone, which helps to release stress and improve our mood. So being around animals and, and nature uh, so helps us. And playing that, what they say, play that funky music, you know, that's... Playing mm-hmm. music that's upbeat or even relaxing can really boost our mood if we aren't feeling, them well, cheerful, to dance around ourselves into happiness. You know, you put that music on and start to dance and move around. It's also a form of exercise. But one thing i like to get your opinion on, Faye, and you're so on top of these things, is I have heard that there's something called good mood food. Um, people have said dark chocolate can help pick up um, your mood and relieve some anxiety. I've heard that certain certain carbs within reason reduces stress and anxiety and, and help our moods. And fruits and vegetables that are packed with, what did you tell me at the time, omega-3 fatty acids, which reduce depression and vitamin B, they can have positive effects on the neurotransmitters that impact mood and relieve the effects of being blue. So what are, you, what are some of the ideas? I know when you're in a little down mood, I get a, a call from Faye, come on over and eat. I It helps my mood, I'm, I'm cooking, I'm making all this wonderful food. And I know that <laughs> you do cook with that in mind as an exercise of health and love and joy. I mean, we associate Eating with good times, right? We associate food with good times, but not to the to the level that it becomes uh, addictive or habit forming, where it's not good for our overall health. We're talking about some ideas that Faye will give us of foods and things like that, or essential oils that can help our mood. Back to you, Faye, for that great information that's coming.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Mary. You're absolutely right. If I'm feeling like I'm in a bit of a funk, I will absolutely listen to my guidance or see what I see what my body is telling me in terms of what it wants to eat or drink. And I happen to have so many cookbooks in my personal collection. Cookbooks to me are like reading novels. And I'll get inspired just by browsing through the pages. And sometimes... Just browsing the pages and looking at the recipes, I literally, because we eat with our eyes first before we even put anything in our mouth, just by looking at the pictures, reading a few recipes, I feel filled up and I feel better and I feel nourished. So we don't always have to ingest something in terms of eating. If we're reading something that looks good and makes us feel good, We've got it down right there. But when we take it the next step further and we find recipes that feed our body well and we prepare them with love in mind, what's happening is we're taking ourselves, our focus, our concentration off of whatever it is that we felt was depressing us and we're now more fully focused on the task in front of us. And it takes us out of our own way which starts to lift us up. I know I definitely get lost in the process of the ingredients and I'm one for never following a recipe exactly as it is. I may do it the first time I see it, just to see how it's supposed to come out. But then as inspiration or ingredients guide me, I'll start substituting. And I know when I've prepared things and served them to my my boys or to friends, And they're like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Could you make this again? And I look at them and I say, "Um, probably not (laughs) because I've let guidance (laughs) guide me. (laughs) I can normally replicate to a pretty reasonable degree. But um, so what that whole long discussion leads me back to is if there is something that you're passionate about, even if you don't quite recognize that as a passion. Allow yourself to engage in that activity for some time and you'll find yourself feeling lifted and you won't feel so lonely anymore. Back to you, Mary.
1: That's
2: beautiful. Very beautiful. You know, I also uh, know that to make our environment where we live brighter, opening up the blinds or curtains, you know, sitting closer to a window... Getting in that extra dose of sunshine, you know those things. Letting that light in helps us, helps our mood, and we become more in tune with life, with our heart, with our soul. You know, as you said, to eat eat smarter doesn't like you say you don't have to ingest things. But I know for me, some of those good essential oils, say that you use when you have your clients come. You know, you sense their mood. You you sense intuitively what's going on with them. I've heard you say that time and time again, uh, that they would come to you, they would feel sad, or they'd have their mind busy thinking of things that caused a little bit of concern or depression. And they leave uh, you, when they leave you after a session, they're upbeat, they're hopeful. And some of that you had said is the use of these essential oils, do you have one or two that, you know, brings that, lifts
0: that feeling of of the blues? Sure, absolutely. Now, of course, our listeners need to be mindful if they have any allergies, excuse me, or if they're on any uh, prescription medication, because there are some that will be counterproductive So always be mindful of that before you decide to engage with any essential oil. And, of course, this information is based on my own practice, and I'm not a doctor, so educational purposes only, all right? But that being said, uh, peppermint, essential oil, or I prefer personally because sometimes I find the peppermint just a little too intense for my liking. The spearmint always reminds me of summertime. Oh, anything in the orange family, any of the oranges, uh, orange, neroli, um, oh, goodness, what's the third one? It, it's, it's escaping me in this moment. But anything in the orange family is always a good uplifter. Oh, bergamot, that was the third one. Bergamot, there are studies that have been done that show that having that being diffused in the air will bring your mood up immediately. <clears throat> it is, however, a photosynthesizer, which means that if you apply the oil uh, in a topical form using a carrier oil or a cream... You need to be aware that if you go out into the sun immediately after, you're going to be more sensitive to the sun's rays. So then you would be more sensitive to a burn. So just keep things like that in mind. Um, ooh, For calming, frankincense is a favorite of mine or sandalwood. Uh, lavender if you don't have any sensitivity to it. Some people find eucalyptus or chamomile really calming and uplifting as well. So my suggestion as far as the oils would be for people to think of favorite childhood rem- childhood memories, things that brought them a smile because the sense of smell is so powerful. Uh, my first experience with frankincense? With frankincense essential oil. I was walking through the old market in the city of Jerusalem many years ago and I was walking by one of the stalls and they were selling fresh frankincense incense and that smell was so pungent, so powerful it just got deep into my soul and then after i left israel and i had didn't have access to that smell one day it came into my my smell awareness let's say and i was instantly transported back to that exact spot where i had been smelling the frankincense that day so many years prior and i just literally felt transported and i noticed that i was smiling So the essential oils, because they are the lifeblood of the plant, have such an amazing, powerful way to lift us up. Okay, Mary.
2: Wow. Wow, that's amazing. And what helpful tips to know about those essential oils and how they can really lift our mood. I know um, I've heard about cultivating consciously a, a positive frame of mind. And I did do this, and I I need to get back to it, Faye. You know, I start something sometimes, like we all do, and then it goes by the wayside. But I did do this when I woke up in the morning, because I also do hypnotherapy. So I spend a few minutes visualizing how I'd like my day to unfold, focusing only on the pleasant and positive things. I also do a similar exercise in the evening before I go to bed so I can set up my day for the next day. And then I write down three things that really made me happy during the day. And that way my mind starts to focus on more on the positive events in my day. And I don't even think about the negative ones anymore. They don't matter. They go by the wayside. It's, it's not important. So visualizing your day, looking at your day in a a way that's going to end better than it starts is is another way of, of doing that, you know. So visualization is good and only, even if you think about someone you love, even though they might not even be in the area, it could be a child or a grandchild that lives in another state. But so focus on their smile. Whether you have a picture of them or you just are visualizing them doing something happy, you watch how quickly your heart picks up. It's not a sad thing. It's not, oh, I don't, I'm not going to see them today. They, they don't live around me. But a lot of times, if we think lovingly, about somebody we cherish, a smile comes across our face. I know say you have used visual, visualization also as one of the modalities to help um, cultivate positive mind frame and also enthusiasm that's another one to get people enthused about their life. you know oh, there's got to be something there you know you know we're we're, we're living alone or we're we're um, uh, a senior citizen. I'm not quite sure exactly what that means, senior.
0: But I used to think I know what senior meant until I hit it. Until <laughs> <laughs> so I hit
2: it, you know, that's so true. But a little more mature, a little more experienced in life. But it doesn't mean that we're still not in life. We're still not a part of life. That all our life experiences that blended us into who we are need to be expressed and shared. So sometimes keeping a journal or starting to write a book, any of those things that you, again, begin to feel engaged with life and to be enthusiastic about our life, you know, I have been around people, and you get together with them, say, hey, and all they talk about is health issues, and that happens. They get to a certain age, oh, I went to a doctor for this, I had to do that, and they become that becomes a relationship. That's their new relationship, their health. Not saying that we shouldn't take care of our health. Of course we do, but that's only a small part of our life. It's not all of our life, and I've heard you talk about that to some of the uh, mature, not senior citizens, mature citizens <laughs> that you help, that you help. Can you, can you speak to us a little bit about that?
0: Yes, absolutely. Um, as, as we all know, being in a physical body, things do come up from time to time, but there are those that find benefit from discussing and becoming their illness or their diagnosis. And I'm not saying that you you should ignore it, but when that is your main focus, it grows, and that doesn't uplift you. Um, You want to look, even though things are physically not where you would like them to be, this is, from what I've read, this is actually... One of the ways that Jesus was able to heal people is when he looked at someone, he did not see their illness. He saw them as a whole, complete being, which is what we truly are. So when we look past the physical and we see the soul and the spirit and we see what is positive, it strengthens us and changes that physical illness. It's a little bit of a leap of faith for some, but if you can find a way to, let's say your knee is hurting you, and you say, oh, my elbows are working really well, and my shoulders are amazing, and the joints in my fingers are moving, and you focus on that instead of the painful knee, in a very short time, you'll find that, oh, my knee doesn't hurt anymore. (laughs) Wow,
2: we're we're getting down to our last few minutes, but Faye and I certainly hope that you found this uh, information helpful. And we can change certain things, but we can always change how we respond to our life by eating the right foods, getting some exercise, getting that nourishment to our brain, drinking a lot of water. And by changing our mind frame, we can react better to the external situations that we face sometimes on a daily basis. We can beat that loneliness, uh, send a a charge of enthusiasm back into our life, and always smile. The smile can do wonders.
0: Say, where can people uh, contact you? Okay, I'm going to give it a try this week and make sure that I do it well. <laughs> <laughs> so they can go to my website and on a uh, number of the pages, there are forms where they can sign up for my newsletter um, or for contact information. And it is www.aneededescape.com and that is spelled A K N E A D. E-D-E-S-C-A-P-E. I really think I hope I got that right this time. <laughs> yes, you did. And it's also on the uh,
2: blog talk uh, show, too, you uh, know, where people can go and listen and read. So uh, it's there, too, right. for everybody. And with me, it's Global Healing Solutions. And you can email me at MaryAnswersNow at gmail. Dot com. I'd love to hear your ideas, your thoughts, and perhaps share with Faye and I how you beat the loneliness blues, and um, we'll put that on our, our site and, and share what other people are saying about that. Faye, any final thoughts?
0: That no matter how bad it feels in this moment, take a deep breath, allow yourself to smile, and the next moment has got to be better. I love
2: that. And, you know, I just want to let our listeners know that Faye is a sacred listener. And sometimes, a lot of times, if we have someone just to listen to us without any judgment, without anything wrapped around what you're saying, but just listening to you with an open heart, can make us feel so much better. So go to Faye's website. If you need someone to listen, Faye's the one that that can do that. And if you want her advice after she listens to you, that's great. But if you don't, if you just need that sacred, Faye's the person to to help you in that. Um, I'm
0: about that, right, Faye? Absolutely, and by the same, the, the other side of that coin is Mary's uh, ability to hear what you need and work with you, whether it's to tell you what you, your physical body has not yet allowed your soul to communicate, or if you would like some help with some hypnotherapy, and to break through some of the blocks that have been holding you back. Mary has that gift, and the love and the nurturing and the the soul that it's given with would be uh, my first choice. So do reach out to Mary. Uh
2: Well, thank you for that. Thank you for listening and spend a day thinking, what if you just imagined? And whatever that is, imagine it live it, be it. I hope you join us next week when Faye and I will be discussing another wonderful topic. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Bye.